This is a quest for the truth, featuring Kevin Watts. Good day, everyone. Here are the five things I believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of a Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and was seated on the right-hand side of God the Father Almighty, for which he shall come back to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. I believe ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. I believe the family is the key, the linchpin, if you will, to a just and orderly society. I believe the only way to achieve economic prosperity, both Individually and societally is through the free market capitalist system coupled with political freedom. I believe America is the greatest country in the world. And with that, we move on today to our discussion. I wanted to discuss Joe Biden's foreign policy. His foreign policy has been, to say the least, a disaster. Uh, it all started on his first day of office when he eliminated all the regula regulations that the prior president had installed in order to keep operational control of the border, the southern border. Another thing he did on his first day of office was that he rescinded the XL pipeline and put in draconian measures to prevent the production of oil in the United States. This has had a devastating effect on our foreign policy, particularly in regards to Europe. When we were the world's leading exporter of oil, we were able not only to supply oil for ourselves, but for our allies in Europe as well, which helped keep Putin at bay because he had no money to create weapons. As a result of those actions that he took, and then a little bit later on, he allowed the Russians to create their own pipeline to Europe. Now you say he was doing these activities because of environmental reasons, but it makes no sense, particularly given the fact that we have the cleanest oil in the world, and we also have the, great, the best technology in terms of limiting whatever environmental damage that procuring that oil would cause. So now you have Russia being able to dictate to other countries, particularly in Europe, what how much they will pay for their oil. And as a result of that, he was able to get enough coinage together to proceed to invade Ukraine. It all ties in together. 
the next unnecessary crisis they created was the, with the crazy withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now, this botched withdrawal cost 13 American lives. We left all the armaments there that we had, about $80 billion worth, for the Taliban to use or to sell or to do whatever they wish to it. As a result of that withdrawal, it seemed to embolden our enemies. You look at the fact that I don't believe that if we, if I don't believe that if these, that if the uh, invasion would not have taken place without these two actions by our president. I just don't believe Putin would have done it. But he was emboldened to do so by these actions. And in fact, the world is a much more dangerous place now. So because he shut down American oil production, he goes to the Saudis and demands that they up their oil production. Well, they don't have any incentive to do that. Why would they do that? They're making billions the way, the way he created the system causes them to make billions of dollars in oil sales. So now they can control, virtually OPEC controls the market now, which Russia is a part of. So he threatens them, if they don't produce the oil, he's going to have a problem with them. So what happens? You drove the Saudi Arabians right into the arms of the Chinese and the Russians. Then you have the southern border completely out of control. That's a part of national security as well. Because we don't know who's coming in here. These people haven't been vetted. We don't know where they're coming from, where, what they're going to do here. Uh, legitimately, look, a lot of them are here. They want to just work and take care of their families. But this is not the way to go about that. There has to be a process. There has to be order. You do everything decently and in order. This is not orderly. This is chaos. And as a result, we're losing a generation of Americans to fentanyl. And it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy that didn't have to happen. We have Chinese spy balloons coming over to the United States. And we're just sitting there watching it until it leaves the territory, then we decided to shoot it down after it's collected all the information that they wanted to collect off the spy balloon. We have, then he decides he's going to shoot down these other air ornaments in China, I mean, in, in Canada, and not tell us what these ornaments are. Why did he shoot these? What, what kind of threat did they pose that would necessitate, necessitated us to shoot these things down. There were two instances of this. I still haven't heard anything as to why this was done.
So now the Chinese have brokered an alliance between Iran and Saudi Arabia, who have traditionally been enemies for thousands of years because they teach a different brand of Islam. And this has made them natural enemies for thousands of years. China swoops in and manages to, to make a deal between them to become have diplomatic relations. And we're just sitting idly by watching all this happen. And if this continues, there's going to be a new world order with the CHICOMs, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, being at the head of this new world order. They're also increasing their stockpile of nuclear weapons at an alarming rate. And yet we hear nothing from this president about that. Nothing about it. Nothing. And when he is being interviewed, no one asks him any questions about this. It's like it didn't happen. And because of his family's dealings with China, potentially he himself in being involved in those dealings, we don't know if he's compromised or not. My thing is, I believe he is compromised. And I've said it before, he's a lawless president. He enforces the laws that he wants to enforce. He ignores the laws he doesn't like. That's not leadership. That's lawlessness. And I pray this country doesn't have to pay a, a big, big price for that lawlessness. But I'm afraid it may be the case. Now, today we're just hearing about a Russian reporter, an American reporter, a Wall Street Journal reporter, being arrested in Russia for spying. Now, this reporter had made a report to the Wall Street Journal regarding Russia's economy, how it's faltering, how it's in, how the economy has gone kaput there since the invasion of Ukraine. Now, I don't know if one has, I can't prove that one has something to do with the other, but it seems mighty coincidental that the, a week after that report came to the Wall Street Journal, that he's, that he's arrested and charged with spying. And again, I haven't heard a word out of this administration regarding his, regarding his arrest. It is a maddening situation. You have China's tentacles also in South America. Because remember, China is not only a military power now, they are an economic power. So now they're lending money to various countries. And when you lend money to someone, you're, you're the holder of that note. They're the slave. They're enslaved to you until they pay that note back. And Robert Gates, former defense secretary, no flaming conservative at all has stated that this man has not gotten a foreign policy 
decision right in 40 years. And you look at the background, you can't really argue with that statement. When they had a chance, when, when the prior president, uh, had a chance to get at Osama bin Laden, our former president Barack Obama had a chance to get us, had a chance to get to Osama bin Laden. The only person in that cabinet that was opposed to taking him out was Joe Biden. He's been wrong on every foreign policy decision in the last 40 years. And we're paying the price for it now in our prestige. The fact that the mullahs in Iran now want to take pot shots at our soldiers in Syria. This is a travesty. And... The only way to solve it is, like I said, he must go. He should be impeached. Because he's lawless. He refuses to enforce the laws of the southern border. We're losing a whole generation of kids of fentanyl. And he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't care. Again, this is Kevin Watts, and this is a quest. I'm on a quest for the truth. Won't you join me? Just as an addendum, uh, the Iranians are 12 days away, according to a report, of assembling all the necessities that they would need to create a nuclear weapon. Let that sink in for a minute. 12 days to have all the required materials to have a nuclear weapon. Israel is going to be their first target. Second target, who knows? Probably somewhere in the United States. Something to be aware of. Like I said, I'm on a quest for the truth. Come on and join me.